Get in a Geek, uh, we are talking movies today and we're talking a, a pretty big one, pretty special one to my heart, the Terminator franchise. It is the new installment, Dark Fate. I'm not going to do it alone because that would be boring. I'm going to bring in uh, two debutantes for the Get Into Geek. I want to say circle. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I've already said it. Let's push on. The Murray brothers, we've got Tom and Leon. Welcome, Ooh, boys. Hello. Yeah, to so, I like that. To solo too. round of applause because otherwise it's weird you do it yourself. But, you know. <laughs> I feel like a southern belle uh, going to a debutante <laughs> ball. Well, I do like, declare. If you'd like to walk out and present yourself as you walk in oh, the I'm door. I'm always presenting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, very, I'm excited to be here. Thank you. And uh, we are brothers. So yes. we, have a, we share a um, similar sense of humour. And, and we similar up, viewing history. Yeah. We grew up watching Terminator. Terminator, this is our franchise. Oh, so excited. Well, we almost did this off air the other day, Tom. You come by my desk. You, I, there was a Terminator something on on, uh, on my desk, and you're like, oh, Dark Fate. And I'm like, oh, have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, and we were going to break into it, and I said, hey, would you be open to, because I've done very few movie reviews this year on Getting a Geek, would you mind doing this behind a microphone being weird it's like hey we're mates do you want to have a conversation and record <laughs> yeah. it uh, and you're like hey yeah can I can I bring my brother Leon who oh, I've, I'm also, I've worked with you in the past Privilege. we've known, known each other for 10 years but like, well, if we're I'm like, doing this yeah, we're doing, we're doing it, it we're going to do it properly we're going right. to get some fans so uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah let's do it alright deep breath what did we think <gasps> I think the best way to start this podcast on Terminator Dark Fate is to go <laughs> 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 Oh, 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 oh. That was the noise I made when I learned that Terminator Dark Fate was coming to cinemas. So good. <laughs> oh, I I need to, like, I, it's difficult to contextualise what those characters and what that storyline means to me. Like, to see that on the big screen, again, it's kind of like they've um, harnessed some kind of magic mm. and made it happen. It's It's like as if the Beatles somehow reformed and were playing live. Like, that would be incredible, right? Yeah. Because you never, ever, ever are going to be able to replicate those energies and those, and that talent together to make it sound the same, right? Yeah. And this yeah. is kind of like a mini version of that for me, where, like, that guy who looks like that, who sounds like that, who plays a character like that, we're never... Only he can do that. And it'll only ever feel like Terminator if he's doing that. Mm, right. And they've managed that. That's why I was excited. Well, it's a special... It was a special film for us because, like, T2, Terminator 2, was such a big part of our childhood when we grew up watching that. Like, yeah. you introduced me that to that. And, like, when that came out, the CG was groundbreaking. Mm. The CGI was just incredible. Like, was it ILM that did it? I think it... Well, I should know that. It was. I think it was. I want to say that it was. James yeah. Cameron. And it just like that in Jurassic Park, I think it was around that 92, 94 yeah. mark that just changed the game. Yeah. And like, I think you and I, Leon, have seen Terminator 2 probably, what, 10 times <laughs> independently and then maybe a couple <laughs> together. And so this new Terminator Dark Fate was, had a lot of homages to, the, to T2. And we were like so happy about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard to again like to put it into context. Well, I don't know. Like, let's maybe wind back a step and find out. Like, I want to know how many like what Terminator Two meant to you. What, yeah. Whether the first you know first one or second one. Like, what is your preference and all that stuff? Because they're totally different. Yeah, they really. are. I was just glad that. I found someone that quite clearly, and I say someone because I ran into Tom in the office, yeah. and he came around. I got some. I had Terminator, I think, tickets on my desk, and you're like, oh my god. I can't wait to see that. 
this is one of my franchises and I'm like, holy, this is one of my franchises. Like yeah. I feel with a lot of people, even though it's got this great place in, you know, Hollywood action movies, sci-fi or just Hollywood in general, they poo-poo it, it. you sort of like it, but it's like it's an old franchise sort of thing. Like everyone likes it because it was that movie mm. that was on Channel 10 a lot when you were kids. Yeah. yeah Whereas yeah, for yeah. me, I'm like, this is one, like I love time travel. I love Arnie. I love robots. The, robots. I love the Terminator, so the darkness, the music, everything mm-hmm. about Like, I love, love, love this franchise. But we still and, quote it. Like, the, yeah. there's moments where Leon and I just look All at each other and go, <gasps> <laughs> and if you know, if you just do that, yeah. you'll find someone else. Yes. If they get it, they'll fucking piss themselves. Yeah, that's true. Because that yeah. scene, yeah. I don't know what that guy was doing. What's that actor's yeah, name? Yeah, Miles Dyson, the guy, yeah. um, he, he was in Speed as well. Yeah. And, um, if yeah, you find yeah. a, a, another T2 fan, yeah. they'll know it. Joe, like, um, see. Uh, Morton. Joe Morton. Yeah. That's a nice bike. <laughs> There's so many... The Galleria? The Galleria. <laughs> Is that the Galleria? Yeah. And, and, it, and the other one was it. How's the knee? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she exactly. uh, she broke my knee yeah. last week. She she stabbed me with a pen. <laughs> that's right. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's but, funny that you say what like the Galleria. Yeah. If I see a company go now, what line is this movie yeah. from? Right. The Galleria. T two. Yeah. No one gets that. You from T two. Like right. So and there's, but there's a hundred and fifty moments yeah, like that. Yeah. Absolutely. There really is. Yeah. So yeah, when you saw when I saw those tickets, I was like, I I got a I went from six to nine. I'm like, can I get a ticket? You know, I could have just paid, but I'm, you know, obviously oh, look, a free ticket. Otherwise, just a waste of cardboard. Yeah, I was like, know. I'll take, I'll take Leon, and we, you know, oh, it was so good. Mm. And uh, we, and I don't have, it has a special pass card for me. It's like you know, if you have your favourites um, franchises, like maybe you love Die Hard, and no matter how bad the Die Hard is, it's always like you're gonna give it two more stars, and it deserves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is like that for Terminator. <laughs> yeah. But, but this one was, I think, the best since T2. I have so many thoughts because, for that exact reason, like I can step back and objectively go. I think Dark Fate was probably like a seven point five out of ten, hmm. like objectively. But then I, you know, come away going, there's not a lot that I can fault with it, hmm. like. Maybe a few a few plot points, but that's yeah, that's all right. You can you can fault the movie because, like, it's not the ideal set of ingredients to th- that you've got your like your male lead is seventy and your female lead is sixty or sixty three, yeah, and then your other like characters are like pretty relatively unknown for sure, yeah, um, and. But that made it better. Mm. Yeah. Because you just... Like 1917, which I had the um, privilege of seeing, a preview war movie, none of the none of the main They're characters famous. were famous. Yeah. They had famous people in it, but they just had little cameos. Yeah. Mm. And so I think like... It helps you to buy into the story because you hel- just believe Yeah, you soul. immerse yourself. You're not going, yeah. oh, look, what's what's Robert Downey Jr. Totally. going to do next? It's yeah, like, yeah. is he going to do a funny line? It's just you're, you're in, engrossed in it. But do you know what I mean? Like, to make... Like, ideally, this movie would have... Okay, so they this movie needs to be viewed. The, the filmmakers want you to treat this movie as if there was no Rise of the Machines mm. from 2003, that yeah, there which... was no Terminator Salvation with Christian Bale and Sam Worthington. Well, that, that should there be was... stricken from the record anyway. <laughs> and that there was no Terminator Genesis mm. with... Um, uh, Amelia Clark from mm. yeah Game of Thrones. Well, so, that one had its merits. <laughs> At least one. Yeah, one little. <laughs> she's fucking hot. Is what I'm saying. I'm trying to. I actually, I think, 
I think that um, Amelia Clark played a great Sarah Connor. I think she was really good. I actually didn't mind um, Genesis uh, on the whole. Like I thought Jason um, Clark was really strong yep. as the villain. I think you know the. I, I thought it was cool to see how he like Arnie kind of waited and grew old and they explained, you know, it's living tissue over yeah. his skeleton and, you know, he just ages and he w- basically goes into a dark closet and waits for 30 years for her to, you know, time travel to mm. kind of meet up with him and all that. I yeah. thought the movie was fine, but as I re- I remember in the cinema watching Genesis and I was sitting there going, this is going to be the first real Terminator movie since T2 mm. because Terminator 3 had no Sarah Connor or John Connor yeah. and Terminator Salvation had none of the characters no. really at all. So I'm like, this could be the first real... This could be I it. was so excited for Terminator Genesis having Sarah Connor and then obviously Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I remember sitting there like, and I could just feel it going away from me. Like mm. I was like, this is a kind of a 5.5, you know, yeah. sort of experience. So now, flash forward to now with Dark Fate, and it's like, this could be (laughs) the first real Terminator after Terminator 2, which is then what James Cameron and Tim Miller have come out and said, like, nothing else is canon, this is a direct sequel. Essentially, you've got Terminator from 84, Terminator 2 from 91. Now, this movie, which is almost 30 years later. So, the point I was trying to make before was that, ideally, you would have made this movie in, like, let's say... 1995 mm. or 1998 or 2001 or some period after Terminator 2 whereas now they're yeah. having to compromise to make it work dealing with well how do we explain that he's older and that she's older and all this time has passed and this and that and the other having said all of that I reckon they did as well as humanly possible to make this movie work mm. under all of those different factors that they had to work yeah. with. Can I ask, like, so if you gave this seven and a half, you'd have to give T2 a ten or a nine and a half. Yeah, I'm it's saying, close to perfect. Yeah, like it's if like, T2's is perfection, how close did this come to that perfection? You, you lose half a half a star because you don't see Arnie's Wang, like the first film. True. I mean, that is... <laughs> yeah, that's... And because um, Paxton isn't in it. Yeah. The lack of Paxton <laughs> and Wang... That's an automatic half, yeah. automatic half point yeah. off. See, that's why all films now can only be 9.5 maximum <laughs> yeah. because Bill Paxton can't yeah. appear in What's there? your Paxton Wang fact? in this film it's non-existent well okay yeah. well, that's gonna be a cross. it's called the um it's the Murray Paxton Wang scale it's um <laughs> dickless <laughs> those idiots I think you and I uh, had a conversation yeah. of the week and all it was was Bill Paxton quotes Bill Paxton lies. Quotes there was is, no yeah. context if anyone walked past us we were having like an out of chronological order conversation with mm. Bill Paxton and Arnie or just from true lies oh mate <laughs> See, I love it it makes me want to sit up and beg for buttermilk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's just magic when Cameron and Arnold Schwarzenegger get together. Yeah. And can I ask, does anyone know why there was, what, nearly 20 years between T2 and the next Terminator? Like, why didn't they ride well, that bandwagon? It was only harder? 12. And I think that uh, there's a lot of rights issues because I know he married, like, he, he seems that he gets married like every 14 yep. months, James Cameron. But yep. he was married to Lyndon Hamilton post T2. And then I think that I want to say that they broke up in like 97 or so, just before he got that Titanic money. Yeah. They broke up. Um, and then he so married he's... Susie Amos from Titanic. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So... Is she another handsome lady or? Uh, yeah. She he loves uh, his yeah. buff. <laughs> 
he loves his buff creatures. She's got a like, strong jawline. We'll put it that way. Just put it that way. Um, but I, I think uh, something I read years ago was that Linda Hamilton was because of, of their marriage. She somehow was tied up in the rights of right. of Terminator, and then even. When it went to into uh, well, that T4 makes sense. And... Like in the divorce, you'd imagine that yeah. some element of the either the money or the creative IP for that property would yeah belong She's, to her because she was such a big part of T two, and that's yeah. why this film worked because she was the heroine really yeah. as much as as the the new Terminator yeah. or the the new Terminator killer like the advanced cyborg version the human mm. so there were two strong there were three strong females yeah, yeah. so they've clearly gone down that route but I just I love Linda Hamilton and I love that tech now that deep deep fake mm. aging tech that went the scene, that opening scene when they're on the beach in Mexico, and yeah. that 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 old iconic Arnie yeah. comes out, yeah. and John Connor's running around as a boy. Yeah, I was and like, she looks I'm like there. She did, that, yeah. did they take that footage from T two? Like when she's sitting there, like how do they? It looked. I couldn't fault it. I couldn't fault it. I don't yeah. know about you boys. What you thought about? Uh, it. Yeah. Look, um, there was a moment when. Arnie's like face turned mm. to look at John Connor kind of on the ground or something. And I feel like, cause that was such a complicated three dimensional move from oh, his face turning from yeah. one area to the other. Yeah. You could sort of see for me, I'm like, yeah, okay. There, there's some, you know, obviously there's some work happening here to make that like effect hit, which didn't fully land, but like seeing John Connor and Sarah Connor and stuff that it almost fully landed. I think, yeah, they used a lot of like T2 reference, like, footage to to recreate that moment yeah but you're right about it sort of putting you in that moment where you're like holy shit if you needed to feel like you springboarded off of the end of t2 then that was all you needed to put you back in that space and even though we've had three films since t2 uh, before this one and they were all set in the 2000s onwards I think the fact that we knew this was essentially T3, wipe the other ones off the record, this is T3, and it opens up and says it's 1998. And immediately I was like, holy shit, we're post-Judgment Day. And I'm like, I've seen three films where we're post the Judgment Day that we're always going to get. But all of a sudden it just felt refreshed. And like you said, Tom, that it it had to do with Linda Hamilton. And for me growing up, I was just like, I'm the same vintage as you guys. I grew up, T2 was my Terminator for a long time because it was on TV a lot more. But it was also the action sci-fi version compared to the sci-fi horror version that the first film was yeah and so it was i watched it a lot more i could handle it a it lot more, more. Of a comedy the t2 yeah there yeah was and com- a lot more comedy was, in it yeah more comedy and not that i was as old as john connor when i started watching it but like we were we were similar yeah. we we're both kids in this and when i was watching him be a kid in this film Ter- and terminator and- is not a kid's movie terminator no. 2 is like what i mean is yeah exactly that difference you pointed out of like it is a horror, horror. Stalker. Yeah. it's a future sci-fi horror you know the first movie and it's not like something that you as a 10-year-old, really want to be in front of. No, like, I don't think even my parents... Like, they would have really watched Terminator a lot, but I can imagine they would have looked at it and went, not for them. Yeah. Uh, we can stick them in front of this other one that's got all the bits, you know, yeah. all the gory bits cut out. But uh, I think just watching John kind of be a main character, you know, of the whole trinity of, of the Terminator franchise in T2, and then them talk about him as being the future leader, and then T1 is about saving Sarah so she can have John as a baby. Mm. And... So for me, and then T three comes out that John Connor, he's that he's the main character. Yeah. It took me years to actually realize 
it's Sarah Connor. It's her franchise. She's the hero. Even uh-huh. though you look at it now, we've had three films with Sarah Connor. Okay, well, sorry, three with Linda Hamilton as Sarah yeah. Connor, four with Sarah Connor. But really, it 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 took a long while before that balance went back in favor of uh-huh. Sarah. So for me, it was all about. John and so go, but now I know it's Sarah. So the fact that Linda Hamilton was coming back was so mm. important for me, and I think easy for the audience too. That even though we have had three other films post Arnie and Linda Hamilton together, yeah, it's not that big of a sell for even casual Terminator fans. They can go, oh, so this is a real T three. The other one's almost like fan fiction at this stage. Yeah. But I think for me, eighteen months ago, if you tell me, hey, we're going to make this film or any film. And we're going to retcon. We're going to wipe out the other sequels and make an official number three. They're talking about it with Aliens. Remember, yeah. um, yeah. what's his yeah. name? What's uh, District Nine guy's name? Um, oh yeah, yeah. The director of District Nine is escaping me now. Neil Blomkamp. Neil, Neil Blomkamp. Yeah, and he's coming off the back of that and Elysium, and he yeah. was wanting to make an Alien, an official Alien Three. Screw yeah. Alien Three with David Fincher. Screw Alien Resurrection. I'm going to make a sequel to Ridley Scott and James Cameron. Hardly enough, two uh, movies. Right. Come back, bring Michael Bain back, bring the little girl back. I forget her name. Newt, yeah. Newt and oh, uh, and yeah. Sigourney Weaver, and pick up now. And, We're going to make an official and the three. Cyborg and yeah, stuff and like I'm that. like, Jesus, that's like that. That's, an, it, that's an icky way to, to, to start getting in and and expecting the audience to forget that there are other films and to get that same ginger cat. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. Never you can't yeah. Cat. No, it's disrespectful. To the original yeah, cut, yeah, I think. That's right. Never but, take a cut. But then for me, I'm a massive Halloween fan. That's that's my. If I have a favorite serial killer, if you can have one, it's Michael Myers. Yeah. He's my guy. And Halloween's the franchise. And when they said the same thing last year, they're going to make Halloween 40 years later, essentially, right. and it's going to be a direct sequel to number one, two through what would that be eight, and then the two reboots and whatever, all these different timelines <laughs> and retcons. Wipe all that shit out. This is a this is a direct sequel to the 1978 original. And I'm like. Okay, cool. So most of those sequels are shit, but really, do you want to yeah, be doing yeah, that? Yeah. Okay, whatever. Mm. And then I watched that. One, I fucking loved yeah. Halloween last year with Jamie Lee Curtis, with Danny McBride and all that. And two, it just it worked for me as a direct sequel. I'm like, you know what? I'm happy for anyone who wants to come in with this, scratch the rest of them. So I was immediately looking forward to this film picking up and doing that. And now I feel comfortable. I can go home, pick up T3, 4 and 5, and my Blu-ray copies and go... Yeah. Thanks, guys. Don't need you anymore. Really? I'll, I like. I, I probably won't, but I just. I'll, I don't think I'll ever. Like, I'm such a continuity idiot <laughs> yeah. that I'll just watch one, two, and six yeah. slash three now. Yeah. It'll just be T two straight into well, Dark Fate. Yeah, that makes sense. Meanwhile, the directors of, and producers of those films and the actors are just sobbing. Yeah. Like, imagine <laughs> your life's work. You're like, oh, I've got the, my biggest break. It's Aliens three yeah. or whatever, well, and then they just. Jonathan, but, I mean, Finch has done heaps yeah. more. But Jonathan, he's probably happy if everyone forgets it because doesn't he famously yeah, he, like hate. He, that, he, he, never uh, yeah, even he never speaks. He's about done it. great work, but the the resurrection, I wouldn't have thought so. Yeah. And then Alien vs Predator. There's been arguably too many Alien movies that haven't really worked. Like even what was like, that? Um, yeah, um, Prometheus. Prometheus. And then the Fuck other off. night, just on TV, <laughs> I was like fucked. flicking around and. <laughs> There was another one, and and Ridley Scott directed oh, Alien Covenant, right? Yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah, that visually was cool, but yeah, well, that was the day because Prometheus was like they 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 it took them ages to even come out and say that was an Alien prequel. Like, no, 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 it's it's in the same wor- universe. Yeah, yeah. And then they go, well, it's look Prometheus, and you're like, okay. And then you watch it, you go, okay. So this was a, it wasn't a direct prequel mm. but it did lead to those events and then Alien Covenant they're like fuck it we need more money put the alien name uh-huh, on it uh-huh. give it a subtitle and it's going to be an alien prequel but it ended up most of it was 
a Prometheus sequel really? and then a little bit of Alien prequel. But and how- so it was too much Prometheus for me. Right. I enjoyed it, but if you come to me and go, that was the worst piece I should have ever seen, I'm not going to argue yeah, with you. Like, you know? I'm not a... I'm obviously not a, you know... A, uh, not in the making of films, but, like, isn't it obvious that the films that rely mostly on CG are never as good as the originals? Like, let's 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 take the Star Wars, the first two... They they work so much better with puppets and stuff than those those ones made in the two thousands. <laughs> yeah. They're just garbage. The original Alien, which is mostly what puppetry and like and you hardly and see the prosthesis, yeah. works so much better yeah. than this Prometheus horseshit, which is all just CGI. <laughs> the original Ter- Terminator Two had a lot of great makeup. Yeah, and they did have some CG. Yeah, but like. CG they used it make... sparingly because they had yeah. to because it was in its infancy and... and it was expensive. So they were like, if there's a shot that we can't achieve in another way, we'll rely on the, on the CGI, which it was fucking 1990. So mm. they like really had no idea like what, they're doing. what they were doing and every frame of it probably, you know, cost, cost. cost them a hundred yeah. grand or something. So they're going, okay, when we have a full shot of the fire after the truck crash in the, um, in the, uh, in the, waterway yeah in T2 then we'll have him walk out of the fire and that's a shot that we need but they still had Robert Patrick real. at the end like, and it morphed from silver to him standing yeah. there and doing the walkout and that still looks but then all the other mint. practical <laughs> shit is like let's just um, metalite let's just chrome some rubberized like bullet hits that spring open on his shirt like mm, they're real do any of that now no. mm. and it's the worst for it like so when Dark Fate like within the first 15 minutes or so I think we're in the Factory, mm. and then that um, character, who I forget what the T designation is, but whatever he, the new Terminator, the new Terminator, yeah. the male and he Terminator. like jumps up onto some sort of like water tower, or yeah. like all of a sudden launches through the air and, and starts spider climbing. He's right, yeah. Black Panther with yeah, his yeah, agility. Yeah. It, it just doesn't make sense. It looks shit. Look good. Yeah, that that like, and for me, like, I'm, we'll get into like the whole CG thing, but like, I actually felt like the action started way too quick in this movie. Like, I hadn't bought into the characters yeah, enough right. to sort of all of a sudden it's like this chase is Your on these the yeah the dad's yeah. oh my god these people better get away and I'm like I don't know who these people are yet like yeah. give me some time like yeah. even though we had the prologue and it was like this is what this this place this beach looks like post judgment day and then bang it cut to no no this is Carbo now when there's no judgment day but so we had a little bit of action, but I just felt like that whole factory thing happened so quick, and so I was trying to wrap my head around, okay, just go with it, just go with yeah, it, yeah. and all of a sudden, yeah, this CGI like uh, arm wavy balloon man uh-huh. launches himself through the air, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Terminators yeah. don't do that, though, do they? I was worried at that moment that I'm like, this is just going to be another Genesis. Mm. This is going to be just something that it's like you're expecting this beautiful favorite sumptuous meal. And yeah, some of the ingredients are there, but it just the it's like uh, that didn't you know it it sort of tastes similar, but it just didn't come together, and you know isn't satisfying. And that was what I was worried about at yeah. that point, seeing him like spring up onto a staircase and and stuff. And there is also that like there's that pressure and sort of need to make with each film the the new version of the Terminator newer, more dangerous. Because the threat needs to increase, right? Mm. To make it more exciting. And I think they did that well, but I think that they could have taken all of that that leaping and cat-like agility away. Yeah. He was already terrifying enough mm. that he could split into two, be a metal yeah, that frame, which could attack, and also that liquid side yeah. of him, which could mould into things. Yeah. He didn't need to 
again, relying on the CGI. Yeah. It was cool enough as it was. Yeah. And you think I, about later in the jail scene where he's running through all those prisoners uh-huh. trying to hunt three, the only three that are running in the other direction, and he's just walking through and all the guards are running up against him trying to stop him, and he's just like knifing them. Swing, he's turning swing, Robert yeah. Patrick in his arms, just knife, 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 stab, jump, whatever. And then when he got crowded and like he had six or seven people on him, and then the metal is still forming itself into blades, stabbing them while they're forming yeah. like their bare hat. I'm like, that's that was terrifying. Mm. You didn't I didn't I didn't need him to like jump sc- and just prior to that he'd already scaled the like mesh metal roof yeah. uh, above the above the um the, the mm. prison there and i'm like that looks shit but him walking through people is far more terrifying yeah like like a bulldozer nothing can stop yeah him. exactly that's more terrifying yeah but that's true every time like yep. i've lost count of the number of examples where they go it'll be spectacular if he leaps like 30 feet and looks really powerful it's like mm. no it won't because it'll look unconvincing so it takes you out that of the takes film. you out of the film. Yeah. Whereas something simple like, you know, he just keeps walking when there's eight people Bullets hanging off of him. him. Yeah. People won't stop him. Yeah. Ta- you know, puts you deeper into the film. So yeah. it's like every time that extra, the the CGI, you know, if done not not that convincingly, is just it's so counterproductive. Mm. But what I was really happy about was like that early moment. Yeah, wasn't strong, but then. I think that was like the worst example of bad CG. Mm. And then it just, I honestly feel like the film got better and better and mm. stronger and stronger as it went along. Yeah. My, my basic takeaway was that three things really impressed me. They managed, like I said before, they recaptured the essential ingredients and they utilized them in a convincing and satisfying way, given that all this time has passed. Um, they created a new Terminator that had new abilities that was like as tom said took it to another level um and like within the story realistically you can imagine uh, the the you know skynet or whoever are going right what's the next most threatening terminator technology we can come up with like it made sense that they have designed you know this thing that goes to that next level of being able to split apart because it is a new company remember skynet never happened so this is a new basically it's saying that well it's it's destiny, but it just is a different company. Like mm. this AI is inevitable. Mm. It, it is inevitable that it will take over, and that's the most frightening thing for me about this whole franchise. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Is that whatever we do, we will not stop this AI. And this shit's real. Like Elon yeah. Musk thinks this. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of people are scared of AI, and that comment Linda mm. Hamilton is like those fuckers. They'll never learn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like she worked her ass off. She yeah. lost it. You know, well, yeah. she's been on the run for she's that's been the on thing. The run for thirty years. T two ends. And you're like, okay, cool. Have you guys seen the the like deleted ending, like the alternate yeah, ending? Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Where she's yeah. sitting there as an old woman, yeah. and John he went off to become like not president, but he's a senator. It's like he was always meant to lead people. Yeah, and yeah. it's like the more I thought about it, now having seen Dark Fate, I'm like. Yeah, they wouldn't have gotten away with that shit. Like, she'd escaped prison. People had died. If they come out and go, no, 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 it was the robots. Mm. Shit, that's what got her locked up in the first place. She was a psycho. This kid's foster parents were stabbed to death. Like, none of them are growing up to become senators and her a grandmother at a park. Like, it's a nice epilogue if you don't ever follow it up. But it's like, that shit's not going down. Up and killed a lot of people today. (laughs) That's a whole... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of... But um, I think there was one moment where we were like, 
fuck yeah. yeah. And it's always with a big truck chasing someone <laughs> yeah. in a slower vehicle. Mm. Right? But we think that's yeah. how the that's, both that's, movies, that's, T1 and T2, yeah. both yeah. ended with a big truck and a little truck. Yep. Like, And that was frightening as shit. Yeah, yep. the semi and the motorbike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the plane and the helicopter. Yeah. Like the helicopter yes. chasing. Oh, it's like, just a bigger, faster thing chasing a slower thing. When, that's all you need. Because I turned to, I watched it with Tom in the cinema, and when... Arnie and Linda Hamilton, he's got a machine gun. He's in a leather jacket. They're being chased. He's on the back of a C9 with the ramp down. There's <laughs> yeah. a helicopter flying full pelt diagonally, like trying to catch up. And the music's... Bah, bah, bah. And then it's firing. He turns his back in front of her. Yeah. Pew, two, 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 in the leather. Yeah, be- yeah. I was like... That's, this, we're watching a Terminator this is, movie. We're watching T2. This is a Terminator he's movie. Shielding, and her. even at that moment, she's like, "Get the fuck off me!" And yeah. it's like, he's just. That's what I love too is that you know she's obviously she was scared of the first one. T uh, two comes around, she sees Arnie. Well, that's the guy that's going to kill me. And it's yeah. like, no, this is a good one. Took her the entire film to actually trust him. And then, as soon as they see Dark Fate, Arnie kill John Connor at the start. Yeah. She she's she knew that where... she saw that guy and she's like oh my god that's not the one I yeah. I liked you know so she never was never going to trust him because he did this horrible thing and she still never really liked him or trusted him until the end it was just tolerating him basically that's right. but you're right just those little moments there it's like oh that yeah that's that's that were true to it that's she true still to the has that hatred yeah that's what fear. I mean that was where I was going to say the third thing is they were so tr- like obviously James Cameron was involved I would have fucking loved. If he directed it, but mm. he didn't. So what? we had a good was... Avatar man. He's too he's too obsessed with Avatar. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, come on, man! Avatar. Like he was there, you know. Like I know he came out and he said, "Oh, Genesis, what a film!" You know, get behind it. Yeah. And the thing was, he was that was the other rights thing. He was always going to get the rights back in right. 2018, no matter what happened. Genesis probably. Okay, I'm sure there's a limit. We probably could have made a billion dollars. He was still going to get the rights back to uh-huh. it because of whatever happened 10, 15, 20 years ago, With whatever. Like Corelco and, and Vagner and all that all stuff. All that shit. Right. So he got, I'm like, just I could get us there. Get us to the point where Cameron can, and because he's like, oh, I can't wait to just relaunch this franchise. Uh-huh. And I'm like, please direct it. But then the longer Avatar 2 got delayed, yeah, yeah. he was like, I'm going to make can't. Avatar 2, 3. Then it's 2, 3, 4. Then it was 2, 3, 4, 5. And I'm like, you're never directing a Terminator no. film again. No. But the fact that he came on, he like had story credit. He was a producer. Yeah, that's the thing. He sat down like, in a room with Tim Miller for six months. It's as good as we're going to get. They beat that thing out. And I think it, if it, like, who knows what we would have got if James Cameron had directed it, but Tim Miller did, I reckon, came as close as anyone could have come mm. to, to creating a James Cameron, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Linda Hamilton yeah. Terminator film. And that's kind of my overall takeaway was like, yeah, we can't go back in time. We can't recapture what, that that pinnacle that they found in 1991. Yeah. But this is the best possible swan song that we could have had to have taken those characters, you know, seen those characters today and to have another experience that was almost as great as what we had with Terminator 2. He did a really good job and I love the, the fact that Cameron was involved. Obviously, I think it shows on the screen because of the level of respect that they give to the just like you said before they were true to all those moments they mm. were true to the like the skeletons walking the terminators in skeleton form walking every, with machine guns yeah, so many elements were visually thematically and iconically it was true to just things like a leather jacket or a few um a few notes of a music of, yeah. of a score or the way that someone snarls it's get the get a fuck off me or whatever mm. The, the being shot at from a helicopter and then 
you know, it's yeah. just there were so many moments where it was like, yeah, this feels right because they've done it with respect, and I think um, that was what made me come away going, okay, I didn't, I didn't love the movie. It's not in my you know top ten movies of all time, but I really, really, really liked it because it was a they worthy respected. Edition. Yeah, it was a worthy. And I think it's a it's a worthy finale, mm. actually. Well, that's got to be it for Arnie's Arnie. Out. Obviously, Arnie's he's obviously done. Yeah. done. Well, that's what I, I when Genesis ended and he fell into like that vat and he basically came out as a T one thousand and I'm like, oh right, so that's how you explain that he's all fixed up and he can continue in the franchise, but he's still old. It's just now that. I felt like they were just doing that so they could secure Arnie was coming back, and then this one retcons all of that. But what actually what I did love about the fact they did they said bye to three, four, and five. This still borrows so many elements from those films. Whether you've got like T two, the big thing was he can only turn himself into stabbing weapons and replicate other people or uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. He can't form complex, complex machines yeah, right. and and explosions or anything like that. Whereas T three, the TX uh, female Terminator, she you know could have a flamethrower out of her hand. She had like plasma blast coming out it was like all bets are off she can do whatever the fuck she right. wants and then t4 you had sam worthington as an augmented human you know he was he wasn't mm. a cyborg but he was he was perfected Simil- similar to-, to what um she is in this film <laughs> and then t5 where they expanded on the idea in t1 and 2 that oh it's a living tissue but that was just enough to say he can sweat and it, it, it looks fine. They didn't even talk about much, I guess, with aging with one and two, but come this, or number five, obviously, they did Genesis, this one borrowed that as well. It's like, yeah. well, we need Arnie, but we need to explain why he looks the way that he does, yeah. other than being like what they did, I think, on the T3 Blu-ray edition where he was an American general, oh, and that's God. where they got the likeness from. My name's William Candy. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's Arnie speaking with this like southern accent yeah. and shit. So I, I kind of... I kind of like they did borrow all those other elements while saying, oh, the elements, the movies those elements came from, all terrible. Um, (laughs) (laughs) See you later. Well, did the... So, when we've met Arnie in Dark Fate, was the ageing explanation the same as the one in Genesis? I feel like they expanded on it a little bit in Genesis. This one's almost like... I think um, it's living tissue. Yeah, over it's it's the same. Yeah. it's the same basic reason. But yeah. they didn't. Yeah, like. Or did they actually? You know what? I'm thinking they did explain it more in this. But I, I have a feeling like maybe I just did because this is my wife part. turned to me and goes, "Are we? Is he? Why is he old?" And I'm but, like, "Well, it's living tissue." Thank you. That's all I need. The, but, and I'm this like, cool. is why it's hard because you're coming to it where uh, I'm, you know, in your brain, mm. you're trying to delineate what's being explained to you in this movie. What are we bringing to it from all yeah. of the other movies? What yeah. And what do we like essentially need to self-cancel? Yeah. In our minds? Yeah. Like I don't mind the idea that they say it's a direct sequel. It's like, okay, that doesn't they're not trying to say take the others off your shelf and throw them into a volcano. I think they're just saying to go to the cinema and enjoy Dark Fate, basically assume you've just finished watching T2, you know, and that this story continues from that point. That's mm. fine. But it's also tricky as a viewer to cancel out in your brain those those uh, trace memories of you know the deleted scene on the Terminator Three Blu-ray where he's yeah. an American general, or yeah. you know the Genesis scene where he explains to Amelia Clark that I can't whatever. Yeah, most yeah. of that stuff still fits within the logic of that T you know Terminator universe. Yeah, but on those little parts that don't quite connect, that's where you're like. 
you know, it can be true. It's like a little stone in your shoe. You know? Yeah. Like time travel is always a bit squirrely, really, mm. isn't it? Like you can always, you can quickly undo yourself or quickly get out of jail yeah. free with, with time travel. That's so true. Um, But I thought they did well. I thought they did well explaining how Linda Hamilton's just basically for the last 30 years, because it's been 30 years since the film, right? Yeah, no, it was, uh, T2 was 90, set in 94. This was set in 2020. Right. Yeah. So it's a good amount of time and she's probably aged appropriately. And it's like, well, where has she been? Well, she hasn't stopped. Mm. Her in a way is a, ter- she is a Terminator. Yeah. She has had a mission and it's been to terminate the Terminators. Yeah. She's been working, waiting. That's all this what, crazy like, bitch has been doing. Not like Governor Gray Davis. <laughs> We're going to terminate the Terminator. Terminator. <laughs> no, you're not, mate. You're not. Um, she's just been fucking waiting. She's been training. She's been keeping up. As, like, she's tireless. It's like, yeah. give this bit. Can this bitch retire? She was fucking Honestly. great. Like, swear to God, how good was it? Okay. We spent half an hour saying how good it was to see it and hear it back on the screen. But that's just us like, jerking each other off going, <laughs> you know, we love the old movie. This felt the same. Put all of that aside. She was amazing in the movie. Yeah. Oh, absolutely she was. Good. Yeah. All of the actors were. Yeah. But don't you reckon that will be lost a bit because, like, come Oscars season and stuff, they're not going to consider, oh, Linda Hamilton from T2, T, uh, Dark Fate. The only person who really has come close was um, Sigourney Weaver in Aliens. Mm. She was Oscar nominated and under James Cameron's direction. And I, I think, didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. In 86, yeah. Wow. And I think... She's very good in that. You know, Linda Hamilton... Arguably, might have come pretty close in 1991 for T1. Uh, rewatching, and I, I was lucky enough. I sat down and did do T1 and T, uh, T1 on Tuesday night, T2 on Wednesday night, and went and saw Duck Fate on Thursday night. I so it was, have done that. Oh, it was brilliant. It was, and I've seen these movies a hundred times, but watching T2, and again with my wife, she'd seen them back in the day. But I don't even know if she'd ever watched Terminator One. And so watching Terminator 1 and seeing where she'd started off as this bubbly little waitress and yeah, then you... Yeah, bubbly waitress, you know, exactly right. And ends as like a scared waitress at the end. Like she's she's changed, and but you don't you only get a little glimpse of her at the end where she's driving off into the desert before bang credits, T2 starts, and you're like, this bitch has been through some oh, stuff in the last 10 years. Yeah. She transformed her whole body. Oh, and she is so fucking good in T2. T2. Like whether she, whether she's like, you know, the stabbing in the knee and she's yeah. this crazy woman and she's the soldier preparing with all the guns and stuff or she's the mindless assassin driving out to kill Miles or she's the emotional wreck of a mother mm. who just has those moments where she looks at her son, she's bawling her eyes out yeah. because of everything that mm. has happened and everything that she knows is going to happen. You know, at this, this stage, of course they want to avoid judgment day, but it's also more about surviving it rather than actually stopping it, which mm. they don't even realize they can do until the end of T2. So come this one, like I I just felt like she just walked straight back into that role and it was like she'd played Sarah Connor in six other Terminator movies between T2 and this one. Like yeah. you, you didn't think that there had been 30 years worth of, of screen time where she had been away from this franchise. Well, I don't wild, reckon hey. she's done much since, really. Like, did that typecast her a bit? Like, what has she done of note since that? <clears throat> she's probably been waiting for... She's probably been living off those sweet, sweet T2 royalties. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, she certainly continued acting and had yeah. a career and, you know, it was, it appeared in in plenty of things. But, yeah, not probably to that um, oh. sort of, you know, theatrical, amazing feature release every year for mm. the last 25 years. But not like that's hard to do. I, I, um, 
I hope she gets uh, sort of her credit for for the great performance she did. And the, the, I wasn't convinced about the uh, seeing the rushes or the shorts or the trailer or this new Terminator. I was like, oh, yeah. Looks, I, I wasn't really convinced, but I thought he was very strong. Yeah. Um, he was very menacing, and that 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 skeleton that could drive the truck while mm. he was came out of it as a liquid metal form like was so was ominous, so cool. menacing yeah. just just oh a it's a terrifying face like that that we're red eyes yeah. the red eyes yeah. that's what's frightening about t2 yeah. it's one of the best either going out or, or coming on awake it's one like of the best designs ever just it's iconic just yeah. a, a metal silver human skull and that's where i think tom like i don't think she does she you know does get quite the respect that she's due and like you said Mitch before like this franchise I think for some reason doesn't sit in that in that holy canon of like god even tier. though people like us love it it's not in that god like tier Star Wars or something. yeah like like a Star Wars type thing where people give it that that respect and I think it's just due so much respect for creating something that's part of when you you know like see those retrospectives at the Oscars and mm. they, you know, show things across 80, 90 years of film history, Gone with the Wind and Citizen Kane all yeah. up to Darth Vader and, you know, Fight Club and whatever iconic stuff. This is in there. Like, yeah. There's no doubt about it. And so, yeah, the the fact that this came so close is such, I think it's such a privilege to go see something and go, there's another one. Mm. It's It's, again, like I said, it's like there's suddenly a new... Like a new album from the na- insert famous you know yeah. band that has since broken up or died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine discovering a new song, like if a new song hit the radio from a band, Paul, you know. Yeah, the Beatles or something. Fleetwood Mac or what? something yeah. like, and it sounded almost as amazing as they did in the seventies. You'd be like, what? Yeah. yeah. What's Tim Miller done? He did Deadpool. Mm. And wow. did he do something after Deadpool or this? I he, think he didn't do. Deadpool he didn't. He was going to, to and then this. yeah, and then he moved straight into yeah. this. Yeah, and he's like he really knows his stuff, and he did a really good job. He's a big fan. Like you can tell, he's just a big fan. They yeah. see, you know, that's where he butted heads with Ryan Reynolds because Ryan Reynolds wanted more creative control over yeah. Deadpool two, so he left. And they said, you know, through all this, it was this wonderful collaboration between he and James Cameron until the movie came out, and it was like, yeah, we fought a lot. And mm. I guess with James Cameron, you're going to fight anyway. Yeah, but he well, said, oh, I had to fight to keep control. But then there's rumors you hear that of the movie they filmed, James Cameron <laughs> got um, the final cut or something. And, and yeah. I, don't, I mean, who knows what is the the truth it just depends on who you ask i guess but um for again if there if there was so much animosity going on behind the scenes between the creator and then the next guy in line with all the original parts to get what we got i think it was best case scenario totally yeah um well i mean he's only really done deadpool and and an episode of love death and robots oh, wow. and that's it and they yeah. handed him terminator dark fate yeah it's amazing well Far it's like jonathan out. mostow mm. he was hot property like he'd done u571 or something, which is a really, really solid, yeah. you know, um, on the, yeah, on the level of like a kind of um, Air Force One style, mm. you know, and um, that's where that's why he got uh, Rise of the Machines, yeah. And I think if they just, I, I don't know, like you might be right with the rights and everything with Linda Hamilton. I don't know what it was that meant that they couldn't get Linda Hamilton and Edward Furlong in 2002-2003. Yeah. I feel like if they had have, then Rise of the Machine, obviously the story would have been different, and they they could have stood a chance of actually 
creating something close to what we had with Dark Fate. Mm. But it's funny, the time that stretched, like, you go from, like, Terminator 1 to 2, from 84 to 91, seven years is that... Back then, that was a mm. huge amount of time yeah. in sequel land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you're going from 91 to 03, yep. which is even longer. And now we're, you know, effectively, you could say you've gone from 2003 to 2000 and, um, you know, 19, maybe, mm. or even more, be more accurate. It's just like a leap from 91 to yeah. 19, which is just a crazy amount of yeah. time. I mean, she had to go and do Dante's Peak. Obviously, that was essential. That's, yes. so yeah, that, you needed that you needed to get to... your volcano <laughs> movie um, in there. But yeah, Mackenzie Davis. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, very good. I'm mad crushing Mackenzie yeah, Davis. Well, I don't know. Like I. Nah, gross. <laughs> but I think, obviously, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I think it's sort of um, it's every, almost everyone's um go to Black Mirror episode is the San yeah. Pero. Yeah. Oh, for f- oh my god. I'm pretty sure she got this on on the strength of that. I was, it was, it's the only happy Black yeah. Mirror episode, right? So yeah. it's almost a wonder that you didn't get marked off that. It's like you didn't go through enough emotional yeah, shit during right. that. But She was great, though. Yeah. yeah. She did a really I, good job. I think the first time I really saw her was The Martian, and she was just like sort of oh, that yeah. lowly yeah. you know, technician who had the, the night watch and was just always there. And just in her small burst there, I yeah. thought she was fantastic. But And then I know she's got tv shows and stuff she's a part of and yeah i was just i was happy to see her get it's like oh this this is your shot here yeah. you know you get you get in front of a weapon. lot of yeah she was, she was so um believable and about heads with this, sarah connor as well as she did like soldier it, yeah, yeah right. she's really believable well, actually that's something that we haven't touched on which i think is another element that i think they did really cleverly when they sat down can you imagine sitting down in a room for the like getting together for the first time, Tim Miller, James Cameron, whatever, and going, how, what's going to happen in this story? How are we going to tell this story so that people, A, care, B, believe it, and C, are fully on board to Mm. make it worthy of a proper sequel? And I think one of the things they did really, really well was um, bring it into the current era of, you know, feminism and having Sarah... female leads... Like the 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 three the the female leads were amazing, and then to, it's always been about you've got to protect John, who's going to lead the resistance, and then the fact that they I mean we're getting into major spoiler territory now, but you know, oh we're on this is spoiler yeah let's it, do it. It was never about John, mm. you know, with this character, and and she's the one. Yeah, and I I really liked that. I liked how they they. Yeah they brought it around into... It was basically a girl power movie. She wasn't yeah. just a womb. Mm. She and was I, the hero. I, see, watching it the first time, I didn't. it didn't hit me as much as I did the second time where Sarah kind of looked at her and said, oh, yeah, you're the mother of the resistance now, are you? And you've just got to have a son. And I'm like, wow. I, like, the good thing about horror, and I want to say, I want to classify this partly as horror because that's sort of where it started, but... It's always been. This has always been a female franchise. It's always been about Sarah Connor, and 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 especially horror. Horror is a female genre. Essentially, you got the final girl, and whether it be Scream or your Halloweens or whatever, yeah, it's right. you, they've always got the female leads. Male chasing yeah. female alien like Sigourney Weaver yeah. would kick every other male character's ass in that film. You know, she's the one last one standing. But I, I, I and it, with the casting, I'm like, oh yeah, okay. You got the two young uh, actresses and you got Linda Hamilton. I'm like, I don't feel like that's a political move to have more females in there. I'm not worried about that or anything. Like, is it being a state? rather than a sequel but it was probably that line where I felt I think my wife even turned to me and she knew what was going on because they really 
I think, hit you over the head with her, Sarah Connor, saying to the young girl, whose name has escaped me. It's been a couple of weeks since I've seen the film yeah. now, um, but the new resistance leader, and said, uh, oh, yeah, you're going to give birth to the son. It's going to be all about your son, isn't yeah, it? I'm yeah. like, oh, I, fe- I feel this is where you see the twist coming. That uh-huh. it's Danny, Danny. Danny, Danny, of course, is that it's actually her and not John. Yeah, it wasn't. The, the twist... Um if you want to call that a twist, it yeah, not really. It, it, reveal it was, more than a twist. Yeah, yeah, it was that that was that reveal was um, you know, maybe not amazingly um, unveiled. Mm, like you mm. know, yeah, you you got a sense um halfway through, or there was a point I remember where sort of like towards the end I was appreciating, oh cool, they've really flipped this in a female centric <clears> way, and like like um reflecting on that sort of like, oh yeah, there were one or two lines halfway through that sort of with a setup to that reveal which were in retrospect a bit like on the nose because yeah. it was sort of like well bait and switch you you know with that yeah. like you're going to be the the mother of the new guy yeah and then it turned out oh you don't need it you know it doesn't need to be a guy no and she yeah. was the one, the yeah. one <laughs> sort of like um keanu's neo moment you know yes yeah now, we, we talked about time travel before. This isn't necessarily a time travel thing, but I guess it's the after effects of time travel. The, the thing that really like blew my mind was the clash of timelines in this film. So T1 and T2, you know, T1, they changed nothing. She just survived. And then T2, obviously, they did change things, but we never saw what happened beyond that if you don't see Duck Fate or the other sequels or anything. So they it's Skynet. They get self-aware in 1997 and uh, the robots take over. 2029, they send back to 84. And I assume in 2029 is also when they send back the robots to Mm. 94 for T2. Mm. And then this one starts. Obviously, Judgment Day never happened, but you're still getting people come back. And Sarah just assumes, oh, you're from the future where Skynet and Cyberdyne rule and Terminators are out killing humans. And they're like, what the hell is Skynet? Never heard of Cyberdyne before. And it's like, well, hang on, how can you not? And it's like, well, no, we're from the future that was created because you changed the... Yeah. Like, that bloom... That Sarah's still living with the memory of the future that never happened. Yeah. She she was impregnated by a guy who came from a future that now doesn't exist. So, theoretically, what is... I guess Kyle Reese is probably... He's probably out there. Yeah, Now, that's, like, that's I didn't think about that until right now. Kyle Michael Reese. Bean's Kyle Reese is nine years younger than we met him in Terminator 1, but he would be out there somewhere. Mm. And he's the future of her child that has now since... Whatever. Actually, and then yeah, these people have crazy. come back from a future, a new timeline. Like, for them, their, fu- their past... Um, Mackenzie Davis's character Grace and Danny, their past has always been that's history. It's like no, no, no. Your history is technically only about thirty years old because right. we we made that happen in nineteen ninety four. Without us, with <laughs> blowing that shit up in ninety four and and Arnie's thumb going into the molten lava. Yeah. Um, There's your... one more chip <laughs> in here. Yeah, one more chip. I have to, John. Okay, just okay. What we talking about? That? I know now why you cry. <laughs> God damn it! Ah, oh, why does a robot time. make me sad? Why? <laughs> and through all this, through all the press stuff, it's come out that both Tim Miller and Linda Hamilton both hate the thumbs up as his hand goes oh, into really? the, and they go it didn't suit what was going. And I'm like, I couldn't disagree more because I love the fact that one he learned, and we learned that in Dark Fate that he can learn and even adapt like yeah. a robot version of a conscience. Yeah. But um, that. He has one. I know now why you cry because he was uh, he was adapting that shit and also gave a thumbs up because it's like that's what that kid needs right now sort of thing. So I, I love that. I'm uh, yeah, going on a side tangent. Uh, but... Me too. Well, apart from the fact that it's become one of the best gifts of all time, yeah. <laughs> I um I think it depends how closely you tie in what 
what um, John was trying to... It's, it depends how much time you spent with the deleted scenes, because one of the most famous deleted scenes is when he explains that he can learn or not, mm, and yeah. they have the procedure in the abandoned That's garage right. where she unscrews the porthole in his head to flip the switch to make him like self-learning or not. When the chip comes out, she goes to smash it with a sledgehammer and John yeah. stops her. So in that procedure, because that's, that's... That's very key to That's the whole... deleted, right? Where... Because essentially... In I'd T2, forgotten that. Is that, is that about yeah. self-learning? Yeah. I'd forgotten it about is. that, it's right? It's like there's a thing where he can then learn, but they managed to... They realised they didn't really need it in the completed film because mm. he just says, I can learn, mm. and then John just starts teaching him stuff. Yeah. But if you bring that knowledge of that deleted scene to the canon of the story... Yeah. They flip his switch, he can start learning, and then from that moment, leaving the garage and in the car and everything, John's like, no, 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 you don't say affirmative or shit like that. You say, <laughs> yeah, and he teaches him hasta la vista. Yeah. And there must be other moments where... I can't remember if there's an exact moment where John teaches him, like, a thumbs up is, like, things will be okay. Yeah, oh, you're right. But Maybe that's what yeah. he needed. Uh, like, if that's not clear enough, it probably that probably could have been fractionally clearer to then mm. tie that to the because obviously I know now why you cry ties but there's the other deleted scene where he tries to smile that yeah <laughs> that really you know where he's all and he's like why don't you loosen up like chill out dickwad and all that sort of stuff <laughs> like it's all just about teachable moments and so I think yeah the without that the thumbs up in the lava is ridiculously cheesy and yeah. like and out of place but you know, in the logic of why that character's doing that, it makes total sense. Mm. But I, here's, the, here's the other thing, though. You know how there were multiple Terminators sent back? Mm. The the one that ultimately you saw in Terminator Dark, Dark Fate, Fate never had it? that never had that switch well, no, that's right. pulled. And then, and then he's been with a wife for 10 years who's pretty, like, easy to convince that <laughs> this is the last time I'm ever going to see you. Like, she knows this day has been coming for years. Like... <laughs> A relationship is not sexual. <laughs> I mean, they're very good moments. I guess. Yeah. She likes me because well, I'm strong, I'm loyal, and I'm <laughs> ridiculously good sense of humor. <laughs> That's yeah. right. And how like, about the, um, I won't be back. I won't yeah. be back. How's yeah. that? That was good. That was all good, but like, yeah, it can learn, but... um, It was. It can learn in a different way. To yeah, maybe. I don't mm. know. Because, yeah, he... Yeah, I need to see it again. Mm. Because I feel like, like I said before, I'm bringing some stuff to it that's not there. I feel like there's some stuff that is there that I didn't necessarily tie together. Like why he's, yeah, he's spent all this time as like a cyborg that can do human learning. And he's like learned how to be basically like a husband and father. Mm. It's a bit of a, it is. That's a stretch. It's a stretch. But I think I would have been happier if he just was in the woods solo. Like, why did he need a family? Really? Hmm. Because he was just going to leave them anyway. What was and 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 that was too convenient. Is that just is it just for the 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 Thor John thing? It was like I have seen this kid and like that was obviously what I'm saying. Can we still have that? I felt bad for John if he doesn't have a family. I mean, one is is for John is the the whole that whole thing and. 
is is that good? Is that is that believable enough for us as fans and viewers anyway? But yeah, like for me, I'm like, oh, okay, like one works with the other. Whether or not we needed either of them, um, maybe you did because it's really hard I, to kill a kid in a film and redeem yourself from that. That's Plus, I well, think they wanted, I, I or think in real life, like they needed to close. <laughs> Mostly in films, <laughs> they needed to close off Sarah. I think they yeah. needed that. Like we we won't see to Arnold or Linda playing these characters again. Like this is definitely it. And I think they felt like they needed to close off Sarah's story. Yeah. Because the fact that T2, they, you know, Miles Dyson blew up Skynet, they avoided the whole thing. John, you assume, just like lived on to that point in Mexico. Yeah. And then Arnie killed him anyway in Mm. Mexico. So obviously she's devastated by that. So... Oh, that's what dark fate means. It's fate. It's gonna like the AI. It's gonna have. It's inevitable. You believe in we fate, can't Sarah? Avoid it, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. I, just on that, on the, the the moment in South America at the start that opened, because one, I mean, they're casting this film. Edward Furlong's nowhere to be part of it. Like we bring in back the OG crew. Edward Furlong's, and I know he's been through some serious personal yeah, I don't shit. Really think he's acting. Though. No, he's not acting anymore. Um. Oh. But then they said that no, he was going to appear in the film, and I think that actually was they. It was where you get a, obviously a body double, and then they used Edward Furlong's face now as a mid forties guy, whatever old he would be, and deep fake him onto a child just I, to have that. Like I'm like, why would you? Why would just you get a child? Just get a child, like because you didn't original. really see him. And one for me, like I, that's where I started to get a bit like wanky continuity sort of thing because. T two, him there as a as a ten year old kid. Yeah. He's got the like the wavy hair yeah, and all that the, sort of stuff. The and and mm. he's ten years old in ninety four. Four years later, does he still really look like that? I don't know that I buy that. He still looks exactly like a ten year old with a wavy. Well, like, no, he he's, he's immediately like, recognizable. I get yeah, it, yeah. but um, the the years never tracked with John Connor because they shot it in ninety one. It was meant to be ninety four. Mm. Judgment Day is ninety seven. On the police computer, it's got like a date of birth yeah. for John, and I think it said eighty-one. So he's ten. So no, he's, he's 13. 13, 13, 13. So, or you know, whatever it says, or maybe no, maybe it said ninety, eighty-four. There's you'd have to go back and watch T two to see mm. on the police computer. It's got John Connor's birth date. Yeah, which then, you know, you take that and whatever year. I don't know when it says what year T two is set. But whatever that is, obviously there's your answer. Yeah, how old he is. I think I just assumed ninety four because I think they ref- do they refer to him as being a ten year old or some shit. I think or he's meant to be ten. Me- meant to be, and but I know I know what you mean. There is a discrepancy there. Like thirteen six out to me. Though. Like someone refers to him as uh, uh, maybe no. I think in T three actually I want to say T three. Yeah. I want to say when um oh, I can't even think of his name now. The actor who played uh, John yeah. Connor in T three. He says when I was thirteen. He right. came to me and I'm like, uh, uh, uh. No, he didn't. Yeah. You were uh, ten, uh, mate. Uh, yeah. You didn't say the magic age. Uh, so uh, see, that's, what <laughs> that's I mean. There's it. all these little, these, there's all these fuck ups with his age. Yeah. yeah, he's too young to be ten riding a bike yeah, like, and <laughs> going to the go, Galleria. Yeah, but he's meant to be. He's a yes, rebel, man. He's listening young. to Guns and Roses, man. You've got an eight-year-old. You haven't you I both know, got eight-year-old. This is '94. I don't know. Like, does that shit fly in America in '94? Like, maybe Probably. it made sense. I don't know. I just think. I know that he's meant to be a delinquent and a runaway and he's, yeah. you know, adopted, he's a foster kid and all that stuff. But, like, I find it hard to believe... Yeah, that that was always a bit of a disconnect for me that he was meant to be maybe 10. Mm. It's like, no. He needs no to be 15, <laughs> yeah. really. But, but anyway, anyway, so that doesn't matter. The only thing, the time travel bit that 
I immediately started asking questions, like we said before, with about the, the the CGI jump with the with the new Terminator just sort of took us out early. For me, even earlier, like that South America prologue. I don't even know what South America. I'm just what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, on their beach, and so that took you out of it before, even before. Before that. it was not so much him; it was the idea that there was a, a, a an Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator there. Mm. How does that happen? Now you they... could say theoretically that in 2029, like. Kyle Reese comes back to 1984 in T1 and says, they sent Arnie back, we jumped into the time machine, they sent me back, yeah. and then they destroyed it. Now, for all we know, like he doesn't know that, sorry. For, for all he knows, he, that's that's not true yeah. because he left. He doesn't know what they did. Obviously, the, they didn't destroy the time machine because they never explained how it was fixed in T2 with Arnie coming back to protect John and the T1000 coming back to kill him as yeah. a 10-year-old. That's all good and well. That's happening is presumably in 2029 because that's when all the battles are going on, blah, blah, blah. T, they, they, they stop Judgment Day. Judgment Day of August 24th, 1997 never happens. So in South America in 1998, a, a Terminator from that post-Judgment Day future... Why is it from the post-Judgment Day future though? Well, because he wasn't, he was part of he was part of Skynet. Skynet. He was part of Skynet and Cyberdyne systems. Yeah, he but, knew all that. Yeah, but pre. Okay. Or, like so, you, all I'm saying is that it, theoretically, you could say that the 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 two time travels from T1 to so mm-hmm. Kyle Reese and the T800 yeah. go back to um, Terminator One immediately. Skynet send back a T1000, going just in case they don't kill him. Are we going to send him back? Uh, this this T one thousand an immediately better robot. Which why wouldn't you send it to nineteen eighty four? But they you could send all those people back at the same, the same time. time. Like in one second you could send back fifty Terminators to different points in time. Yeah. So you could say theoretically, Dark Fate Arnie gets sent back to nineteen ninety eight just in case Judgment Day happens and John Connor's still alive. You can kill him in a post Judgment Day world. That Terminator sure is being sent back from two thousand and twenty nine. Yeah, original timeline. Yeah. But he does. Saying- he can't. He cannot arrive in 1998 because he's arriving in a in a past that no. For me, that doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I couldn't. Sense. For me, that didn't unless, make sense. Unless they sent back 84 Arnie, 91 Arnie, <laughs> yeah. and 98 Arnie, yeah, all from the 29 that it existed when it existed. Yeah. Well, but that's they not- sent 98 Arnie back to like 90. 596 that's the thing so we pre- around we don't years. yeah that's the thing I'm like I, that was the only thing that saved it for me was that we don't know yeah. how long he's been there yeah, he I could just, have been hunting for a long time so maybe he got sent back to a pre-August 24 1997 because the as far as the machines are concerned judgment day is going to happen regardless yeah. it's inevitable let's send one of our people back or one of our robots back to kill John pre-judgment day because at least then we'll know where he is or roughly how to find him and yeah. he's been walking around for the better part of 12 months. Yeah, I just assumed that they sent back multiple yeah. and then Sarah's been on the run with John yeah. since and like... For four just years, took, yeah. It just took time for that, yeah. that yeah. The only thing to that, catch up yeah. with her the only thing and that, actually find her. Yeah. As soon as she feels safe, she's like, we're finally, we've escaped from all in Mexico. Yeah. He bang, shows up. Yeah. yeah. Claps that up. works for me, except for the fact how fast they work. But if they're completely off the grid, fine. Let's give them the benefit of the well, doubt. How's he going to travel? 
Well, you know, absolutely. No, he so I'm, I'm with passport. you. Like, um, how's he going to fly to? Me- oh, yeah. Plus, no, 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 he'd be setting off those metal detectors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm with you. With that, on the floor of the ocean, Mariana Trench. Yeah. But I guess the other one is the is the plot hole from the first two films alone, regardless of Dark Fate and otherwise, that we just have had to accept for the last nearly thirty years anyway is or twenty five at this point. If they had a T one thousand to send back in time why not send him back to 84? Like, why would you send back an inferior Terminator? Or even if you sent, from 2029, send Arnie back to 84 to kill Sarah Connor before she gets pregnant, and that doesn't work, yeah. you go, oh, well, I guess we'll send a better Terminator, a more effective and less vulnerable Terminator to when the, the guy's a kid, rather than send him back as well to 84 to kill... You know, that's it's just like, yeah, forget about that, forget like, about it's that. Like, it's fun it, for the it story. It didn't work, why not just try it again? With a, yeah, yeah. it only works if you think of it in a linear way. Mm. But kind of, it is actually crazy that they couldn't have just sent the Dark Fate Terminator with the two skeletons and the black, you know, metal. Mm. Send him to 84. Send him well, to I guess, 91. I guess for them, they, they're they 84 and 90. Oh, it does, yeah, doesn't, doesn't mean anything, but... yeah. But yeah, you could send. Um, why not? If okay, I, yeah, I was going to say why not send them back to kill Danny's mum. But it's like, well, then they're just copying Skynet's beats. Why for for, for movie <laughs> viewers? Why not try and kill her when they definitely know where she was yeah. in two thousand and twenty? So um, I think it's you could. It makes a little more sense if you imagine that they um, each attempt is like you get one bite of the cherry, mm. and they can only do subsequent attempts when that attempt. Yeah, is done. It's almost like when the Kyle Reese thing didn't work out. All right, I thought well, you were talking about James Cameron's marriages. That's <laughs> 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 no, sorry, keep going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. When the when when we can't kill the waitress, that did, all didn't work out. It's like send a report back. Yeah, they escape, whatever. They crushed the. Okay, yep. What do we? And the you can imagine the planning meeting. Okay, what do we do now? I know, like. John right. Connor's John Connor's ten year old boy is really vulnerable. We'll send one back there. Yeah. Like maybe it costs them a billion dollars to do this to send someone back in time. Maybe they, you know, only have a few chances. Yeah, yeah. once a decade, maybe it's mm. it's like yeah. yeah. And they only have they can only send back one is, And I, I mean, and I guess in a way squirrely, yeah. man. It gets and real squirrely. I guess to with sending Someone them back, back possibly to 1984 again if they send the T1000 yeah. back to 84 again all they know is that it didn't work mm. sending it so for all they know there's some miraculous weapon that's protecting Sarah Connor in 1984 okay well, let's kill the guy rather than kill the mother let's kill the kid himself yeah. as a kid so we'll send back this term because yeah, and then when that didn't work in the original timeline well then we'll send the TX back to when John is yeah. you know a rogue 20 something and we'll just kill all of his generals around him because we can't find him so mm-hmm. yeah maybe it does work I just again it was just me being a stupid viewer and in the first minute I'm getting fed something that doesn't quite make sense to me yeah. and then bang John's dead holy shit I'm trying to I'm trying to take yeah, in the yeah, story yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm also trying to take in the, the the logistics of how that even works let alone yeah. why well, it's happened but it's valid if it takes you out of the story then it's a valid point to make and it's you know it's it's obviously not a perfect movie but um i was probably in that moment so impressed with the aging technology that i completely yeah went oh yeah that doesn't mm. how come john isn't actually 18 now and and, like, I think and the time and stuff the dates didn't really appear to me at that time i was just fully invested yeah it, it, it did look good i think where it was really risky for them to do it was that Audiences don't like when there's a movie 
that's as good as T2, and then in 10 seconds, mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger kills John Connor. Like, audiences don't like that. Mm. Like, you've just undone two and a half hours, something that audiences hold dear. Yeah. And they undid it in 10 seconds yeah. by having the Terminator kill John Connor. So mm. it's like, well, I wonder if that that was a bit of a... It's a hiccup. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's definitely a risk. It's something that they do and then go, well, hang on now. Yeah, what you're doing there is you're giving... You're putting Sarah in a place of pain to justify kind of what her life's been like for the last two decades and, you know, sort of continue that story. But it, it does, like, it it stops Stone Cold dead. Mm. What I we liked about T2, you know? I thought it was great, though. Like, who... Did you see it coming? I did no. not see any of that coming. That's why it was so shocking for me and it was exciting. And mm. I'm like, well, what's going to happen next? Yeah. Well, do you know I, what I mean? When it renders like two and a half hours of the yeah. thing pointless, yeah. it's like, oh, that just but, doesn't... Qu- it didn't doesn't necessarily quite sit right, mm. even well, though it probably had to happen. That's the whole problem with any of the time travel things. Every every yeah. subsequent movie can render the, the, the previous... Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, no, you're right. To invalid, Back to the Future 2 like, got yeah, into trouble because of that as well. Yeah. But va- basically, you undo yourself, and that's why time travel is cool, but also tricky. Very problematic. Yeah, yeah. very problematic. But mm. for me, I didn't... Now that you explain it, I, I can see totally the problem with it but I, at the time I was in, in enveloped mm. in it and, and it was such a shocking moment because you've T2 was just like he literally shields John with his body and takes mm. all those bullets and, and takes everything and then and out of nowhere Arnie from T2 comes and just bam blasts yeah. a child like yeah. kills a kid with a shotgun wasn't it yeah was I, like, mean, with... I was like this like mouth yeah, jaw yeah. open, and with the ferocity that Kyle Reese told us about in number one, it's like these things. It's like they don't have any remorse. They don't think about anything. They just do their job, and they'll walk up and just shoot you point blank in the face. Like yeah. that, Sarah Connor, yes, yeah. Poof, yeah, straight yeah. through the door in front of her kids, and just put eight bullets into her. Yeah. And that's what he did. It wasn't like John had a chance to go, oh, "You're back," and Sarah to go, oh, "Hang on, what's going yeah, on here?" Yeah. And no, was... take me. It was just like, "Hey, there's the kid." Bang yeah. on the ground. He throws Sarah to the ground, and bang, bang yeah. again. It's and walks walks off. His mission's done. And so. It was a it was a brave move, like you said, in the sense that it is yeah. like really moving on from the first two films, but it also it took it in a completely yeah new new direction. That's and I think that's where it really makes it. Now this is Sarah Connor's franchise, and like you said before, well, they're true. they're done. I think Arnie's definitely done. I think the way they end it with Sarah saying to Danny, "Well, you need to be ready," and they drive off in a jeep again down a, down the road. That was sick. Yeah, and I'm like, I know this movie underperformed at the box office, and so it it probably won't get a start which sucks because I now that we've got a good one right. you know certainly right. better than 3, 4, 5 uh, even if you don't love it it is the best since uh, T2 I, I of course want more of the movies that I love I want more of the franchise yeah. that I love I would just need Linda Hamilton to be a part of it yeah. now yeah. Uh, and because I, I think if you watch this as a trilogy it's about this woman who gets told you have to survive for the future That's and then true. the second one it's about her kid protect this kid because of the future at the, th- at the start of now 3 that kid dies, but she's to protect the next version of the savior of the future, sort yeah, of thing. So yeah. for me, it's real. It it really makes it all about her, and that yeah, the, that it's her franchise, and the future is inevitable. That's actually robots are really, always gonna. When you put it like that, it's a it's an amazingly complete 
circle. I don't think they can do another one. I no, and I, I think, yeah, I think box office is probably going to help close the arc. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast earlier today and they were talking about the possible future and they said, do you think they can... To a couple of people having conversation, is it going to be movies or nothing or even a TV show? And they said maybe, maybe that is the future. I know that it lived on as Sarah Connor Chronicles uh-huh. for two seasons, which a lot of people loved. I, I still haven't seen the second season, but I really enjoyed the first. But do you make it like event TV and have eight episodes a year? And maybe then you can still have Linda Hamilton. You can have the actress who played Danny come back and and have these really big budget but limited episodes and then you're not having the great financial risk of a film but you're getting to further the story and then maybe too being on a streaming service you're having less yeah, restrictions weekends and stuff like yeah that. and all that sort of gear and you're having less uh, less you know less uh, what do they say cooks in the kitchen and right. um I, I don't know I just don't I don't want to see it end, but at the same time, you don't want it to keep going and just keep crapping the yeah, bed every time. Right. So, yeah, 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 it's kind of good that if, if they've come back, they went, "Hey, we're finally okay. We've done it. We've given you a good one. Let's go off onto the sunset." I'm just, you know, yeah. it sucks to me because I'm 33 and I'm like, hopefully, I've got a lot of living left, and <laughs> yeah. I would like to have filled that out with more, more new Terminators. Terminator movies. But um, so we're all pretty much in agreement. Best since T2. Oh, for sure. Yeah, okay. definitely. Yeah, yeah right. No yeah. doubt. And I liked how there were several moments where it was just quite clear that. Arnold was saying, you know, this is this, this is, is me hanging me. hanging I'm up a my vegan now. I don't have the energy <laughs> yeah. for this shit. Yeah. I'm way too weak, too tired. <laughs> I'm now up to terminate yeah. Jerry Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Sweet. cool seeing that like him hit the bottom of that at the end. That the the end I thought it had a great finale. Yeah. And I loved some of the, the strength the, the fighting and the strength that the different characters like pulling each other trying to pull him into a magnetic centrifuge whirling centrifuge with a chain yeah like, like in the guy's mouth and that was and horror stuff again too uh, like yeah, just a was. screaming skull yeah it was that was getting ripped apart yeah it yeah. got really like that was that um sort of uh that menace that you were talking about yeah. before that was that where it was like this is visceral this yeah. is strong and intense yeah that was a great scene and then leading up to arnie you know at the bottom of that pit or whatever and sort of you know, being burnt away and half a skeleton, and you know, yeah, really, just... it really goes. Yeah, these are these are robots. Yeah, mm. these are, they, yeah. This are, they can they can be you know set fire to and have bits melt and rip away, and mm. it doesn't affect no, them. There's no, yeah, pain yeah. there. You got to keep reiterating that point that that because Arnie, when you just see him as Arnie, it's like oh, he's human. Yeah. But then you see you can just rip an arm off that's... and then keep going. That's, and they do. You that's need what, to yeah, show that. Like keep showing that. And that's another one of those elements that is so important <coughs> that's so important to every film that's another element where it's like yep <clears throat> something's been ripped off half of his face is gone there's metal underneath whatever it is it was mm. just so satisfying yeah like and in, then in T2 him- when the forgery went and the metal the smelting factory where he had I think he missed missing an arm and they had a, they had a big crowbar in his spine like yeah, yeah. and and bending him one way, face, like you said, it was missing. Oh, and incredible! Like, and then he comes up with that classic line: "I need a vacation." I need a vacation. <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah. And I, I and I like too. Like the very end of it was kind of this movie's version of the thumbs up, where he's holding this thing down, he's about to hit essentially the self destruct button, merge the you know the the batteries to make an explosion, whatever it was, and he looks up to Sarah and all the destruction and chaos, and says, "For John," yeah, and blows himself up, yeah. and it's like shit that like. Yeah, that's. I felt that too. Like I, you know, it wasn't as emotional of a movie compared to T two because you know it's up, it's right up there. You know, it's the standard. But, but came close. I think it. I think for for its own in its own context, it nailed that moment for I me. Agree. That 
he's yeah he wanted one last chance to say I'm sorry. She yeah. was never going to believe him, but that wasn't important to him. It was important for him to say it. Yeah. And considering and he, it was literally that entity that yes. shot John, like you yeah. know, uh, twenty years before. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only did. way he could redeem himself yeah. by yeah. taking himself I agree. out. Yeah, it, was it, was really, cool. it was really cool. Even just the weird sci-fi nature of like two robots from different futures yeah, fighting badly. in our presence over. It was just like <laughs> ah, sci-fi. It's but so yeah, cool. It's you know? the same. There's cool, a lot of good elements like that. It's a cool shit about like Jurassic Park. It's like they, no matter what new cool fucking ro- um, <laughs> dinosaur they make. The T-Rex is still the hero. Yes. The old yeah. school underdog T-Rex yeah. still gets them. Yeah, don't and give us your hybrid Mosaur or whatever yeah, the frigate. Yeah, fuck like off the, with that bullshit. Like we're bored with old dinosaurs. Yeah. Let's make one. It's let's, like, no. Let's get the T-800 on a T-Rex's back. When's that yeah, when's happen? that going to happen? That Disney are going to buy both studios and merge <laughs> franchises. That's <laughs> what's going to happen. Baby Yoda's on the back. Oh, man. I just love... That's what I mean. I'm so happy that... It exists and that it's not a piece of shit. Yeah. Mm. That's what made me so happy. Yeah, underappreciated. Uh, watching for sure. it, I was like, this feels right. It's great. It's we got one more. I can't believe we got one more yeah. and it's pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon seven eight seven and a half to eight stars. And yeah, very, very enjoyable. Worth a look. Yeah, well it is still that's the thing. It is still out and as underappreciated as it is, just like give it a shot because I think that's the thing is that people have been burnt out from three, four, five, and even though you do get the original parts back of when I'm not going to get burned again. I think it's, it's, it's a risk. If you don't like it, hey, it's just definitely not the sequel that you expect. Like, whether it's from that start or the fact that it introduces an alternate future, like, it's it's worth going to see. Definitely. I don't think you're listening to this massive spoiler conversation if you haven't seen it, but then maybe this is the this is the risk that you wanted to take. Maybe I'm not going to watch the film, but I'm going to listen to three gonna, idiots talk about it. Maybe so. it's going to convince you to go see it because it's, it's like, there's... It's solidly entertaining for mm. two hours. So, yeah. so, hey, did you say it is still out? I want, well, you know what? Still we're recording out, still this. Now? We're recording this on a Thursday, so it's the start of a new movie week. Yeah. I could be incorrect as of today, right. um, but if not, it's You're still it's getting still, your time machine. On, go back. <laughs> All right, I'm going back for number two. All right, <laughs> that's out. out. Hang on, you got to pick up the kids. No, I don't. <laughs> Boys, thank you so much for coming. Nice. I know I said at the start, this is the first time we've ever done this. Uh, you've been it. you've been on Geek, but um. We haven't. We, I think we've done one movie review this year. Otherwise, we've done a lot of trailer reviews, and it's like we're taking the easy route out. We're like, I'm going to judge how this movie looks, not how it actually is. Easy so, exactly. So do more movies. Yeah, well, you do more movies with me, please. Right. Sounds good. I'm in. All right. Loved See you it. next time. Thanks, man. Get into geek.